Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Update, Brandify's podcast where we focus on recent changes and updates in the local search space in order to help you prepare for the week ahead. I'm Dustin Hayes, Director of Marketing at Brandify, and I'm joined by my co-host, Damian Rawlson, Brandify's VP of Market Developments and Strategic Partnerships. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's jump into your weekly update. Hello. In our first item for this week, Foursquare has announced the official relaunch of the Foursquare Places database, as well as a new Foursquare Enterprise API. Uh, This announcement comes a few months after Foursquare acquired data aggregator company Factual. And uh, the announcement states that Foursquare has spent the last few months working to integrate Factual and Foursquare into one comprehensive uh, POI data set, which is what has now been announced as the new Foursquare Places. So um, it's a combined data set and a combined syndication path. uh, So the prior uh, consumers of Foursquare Places data and factual data will receive this combined data set. The factual brand has been sunsetted at this point and Foursquare Places is the name that will um, represent the combination of both both of those POI data sets. The uh, Enterprise API is also a rebuilt, relaunched version of what Foursquare uh, previously called the Developer API, which has been used by companies like Uber, Samsung, and Twitter to embed location data into applications. So this new Enterprise API is a more scalable and uh, upgraded version of the prior Developer API, according to uh, Foursquare's announcement. The um, Foursquare says its places dataset delivers, quote, accuracy and deep context by validating and clustering millions of references to make sure the data is accurate, unquote. Uh, Foursquare still uses its consumer apps and uh, the check-ins that people perform when they visit a business uh, uh, within the app in order to validate its data. The places new the new places data set contains information about 95 million points of interest around the world, and Foursquare says that uh, as much as 70% of the data has been refreshed within the last year. Google has released a new tool specifically designed to help business owners report reviews for violating Google's policies. The tool is located within the GMB Help Center. It presents users with a simple interface where reviews are displayed in a table. Uh, Users can click the Report a Problem button in order to flag a review for removal, after which a reason for removal must be chosen. Uh, Those reasons include this review is not relevant to this place, a conflict of interest, offensive or sexually explicit, uh, a privacy concern or legal issue. Take note that this is a somewhat different list of reasons than can be found in the GMB dashboard. However, the list is the same as what is currently shown to public users who flag a review. The documentation states that it may take up to 72 hours before a reported review is evaluated. Users can either return to the review reporting tool to check the status of a reported review or check their email while Google will presumably send updates. While this tool sounds like a boon for small businesses, unfortunately, it does not work for accounts with many locations. Such accounts will see a message that says, based on the number of business profiles you manage, this process is not available. Next, we have news about a probable bug that affected the volume of featured snippets that people will have seen in search uh, results on Google for several weeks in February and 
March. This was reported by Barry Schwartz in Search Engine Land. Um, there are results from several different tools shared by Barry in the article, uh, Moz, Rank Ranger, and SEM Rush, all demonstrating the same result, uh, which is that volume of featured snippets plummeted to very low levels right around February 19th, and then uh, reversed itself and went back up to the pre the prior uh, volume at, uh, at or on or around March the 12th. So between February 19th and March 12th, 12th, there was a historically very unusual, uh, unusually low volume of featured snippets. Um, it looks very likely that this was a bug of some kind on Google's part, although Google has made no official statements about it so far. Uh, but, you know, uh, this is likely to have had an impact on companies who rely on traffic from featured snippets and the information that's showcased in those snippets as a marketing tool, um, at least for that period of time. Again, it appears to have been corrected if indeed it was a bug, uh, but that's a pretty long time for uh, that volume to have been as low as it was. In other Google News, they've announced that product inventory feeds in the Merchant Center can now specify whether availability or pricing differ by geographic region. The announcement states, quote, by using regional overrides to provide online product availability and variable pricing based on customer location, you can offer different prices for different regions or vary online availability based on regions that you define. Examples of regional differences might include uh, food or products that vary in price depending on the regions in which they're purchased. Regional variations are now available for both free merchant center inventory feeds and for paid Google shopping ads. Next, we have a pretty extensive guide to Google Maps marketing for 2021 provided by Michelle Ofiwe who is, uh, is writing on the SEM Rush blog. Uh, Afiwe covers lots of the basics of uh, marketing your business within Google Maps, Google My Business, such as uh, verifying your listing, providing detailed information, um, name, address, phone number, et cetera, and also attributes, uh, appointment links, and those additional details that are now available to many businesses. She spends a little bit more time emphasizing the importance of great photo and video content, uh, recommending that business owners uh, add photos for as many of the supported photo types on Google as possible. Um, visuals of your office, your team, your conference room, interior photos, exterior photos. She recommends that videos can be used to showcase whatever your unique selling proposition might be and also to offer testimonials from customers. Uh, so a lot of emphasis on multimedia content, photo content, video content. Uh, she also suggests that um, in order to take your optimization to the next level, you should pre-populate your Google questions and answers with FAQ content. You should focus on review building on uh, GMB posts and also on syndicating your information to the major data aggregators and other tier one listing sites. Darren Shaw's latest White Spark weekly video focuses on 10 local SEO myths that should be debunked. Uh, to summarize a few of these, setting service areas in GMB does not affect rankings. Using a call tracking number does not negatively impact rankings. Ranking number one is not all that matters. Your listings must also convert. Embedding a Google map on your website does not impact rankings. And many more, which you can find in today's Monday memo. That's a wrap on this week's updates. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check us out on Brandify.com 
and the Brandify blog, where you can find more information about the topics we've covered here today. You can also subscribe to the weekly update on your favorite podcast service so you never miss an episode. I'm Dustin Hayes, along with Damian Rawlison, and we'll see you next time on the weekly update.